Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to A Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, we've been studying the enemies of our faith. I know we. this is a sidebar based on uh, how Abraham and Sarah got their promise. We saw that as we've been looking at this couple's life and how did they get it because we want to know exactly how they got it so that you and I can get what we are asking for just like they did. Uh, I've talked to you about what in corporate world it is called modeling. We are told to model after God. We are told to model after Jesus Christ. Um, I know the corporate guys always say that you find a uh, someone who has done it before, model yourself after them, because once you model yourself after them, you will have the same outcome. And so that's what we are endeavoring and doing, so that you and I can get our desired outcome, the same outcome as Abraham and Sarah. The Bible tells us that in Romans chapter 4 that they got their uh, um, their belief, their child. We saw it in Genesis. They got theirs. And so you and I want to get ours. That's basically it. And so that's why I've been taking these scriptures, breaking it down one at a time so you can have an understanding as to who presents in your situation which ones you have to uh, fight because the Bible says to fight the good fight of faith. We saw that Peter had his, which we're going to talk about, which is fear. We know that um, uh, uh, Abraham had his unbelief. Uh, we know that these are some of the entities that presents, and we are studying each and every one because the Bible tells us that God says his people destroyed for lack of knowledge, but it also says that his people gain victory because of knowledge. So I want to empower you guys with this information about who you are and what the enemies of your faith are. We'll be right back after this break. We are looking at the enemies of our faith. We have looked at several in the last um, episodes, and I just encourage you guys to go back and, and follow it because this is a very important study. It helps us to understand uh, who we are in Christ and what we can accomplish Christ and through the power of faith. The Bible tells us that we are in a warfare to fight the good fight of faith. So uh, as one being in warfare to study our opponents, as I mentioned to you, um, that the, the enemy studies you. He knows you well. The Bible tells us that he usually comes with the sin that easily besets us and that we ought to be alert. And uh, he tells us also how to uh, win in those battles, resist the devil and he shall flee. And so we are learning how to resist as we learn uh, about the enemies that he uses to defeat us. And so we are looking at the spirit of fear today. This is a really um, interesting topic. Uh, there's so much said in the Bible about the spirit of fear. There says, um, say to them that are fearful of heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. And so the Bible tells us that um, to fear not. 
And it also tells us that there is a healthy kind of fear. Um, it tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and that is found in the book of Proverbs. And uh, we know that uh, as that type of fear is a different type of fear than the one that uh, Job talks about in Job 4.14. He says, fear came upon me and trembling, which made all my bones to shake. And you and I are familiar with that feeling when the spirit of fear shows up in our life. And um, when we sense that spirit, we ought to, uh, at that point in time, that's where we, we need to resist him and he shall flee. And how do we resist him? We resist him by the word of God. The Bible tells us that uh, we overcome the world by our faith, by uh, uh, what we believe. And Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And these commandments is what you utilize feed the enemy because I've been talking to you guys. If you've been listening to my regular Sunday teachings, I've been talking about the this particular thing, the transfer of one kingdom into the other. And being in this new kingdom, you are applying new principles and new principles guide your life. Spirit of fear, the Bible tells us, belong in the kingdom of darkness because that's where it, it was given birth with Lucifer, and um, we saw when Adam and Eve fell, um, God told God kept His appointment with them. Uh, I've talked to you about that. That appointed time, God still desires that you and I would have an appointed time with Him, whatever that time is that is available for you. He wants to have that appointed time, and He kept His uh, assignment and kept that appointment even after Adam's sin. And so that's a sign for us to, as well. Even after we have fallen, we've, we've committed a sin. God still keeps his appointment and he wants you and I to come and have this appointment with him. For the scripture says, come and let's reason together. So he wants you to come. So this spirit of fear, um, it comes into our life. Uh, Adam was afraid. It tells us I was afraid. And because uh, the spirit of fear entered into his life, that he didn't keep his appointment with God, his appointed time. So um, here uh, in Job 4.14, he gives us a kind of an example of what it looks like when it shows up. Fear came upon me with what? And trembling. And so have this We feel it within our spirit. We know that uh, there's another entity standing and has presented itself before us. Now we are going to look at the life of men and women Uh, in Jesus' time. We are going to go back also and look at some of the men and women in the Old Testament. And those guys actually faced giants, literal giants. Um, Goliath was a small giant compared to the other giants that they faced in, um, in the time of Joshua and, and even Abraham's time, uh, Noah's time. All these guys had, uh, they faced, um, uh, giants. Enoch faced giants, bigger giants than these guys. And the, how they overcame them is that they had faith in God and, uh, they feared not. So you and I are going to have giants in our life. 
And it is our responsibility uh, to trust God in his word. He says, fear not, lean not onto your own understanding, all of these things. So we have to trust God, um, Hebrews uh, uh, 13. 13.6, so that we may b- boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear when man shall uh, do what's, what man shall do unto me. So God wants us not to fear. And um, we are to be uh, mindful and be respectful that we are in this warfare. Second Corinthians 10, uh, 4 uh, through 5 states, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bearing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that is found in Second Corinthians 10, 4 through 5. And what that dictates is a warfare that is happening in the thought life. And that's where you and I have to come once uh, in in our thoughts. Once we become victorious there, we will become victorious every aspect of our life because the enemy comes and that spirit of fear steps in and he causes you to look around you. And he allows, as he enters in and he shows up, he allows other um uh, of these entities to show up and come into your life, manifest fruit. And we saw that in the life of Peter. And we're going to take a look at Matthew 14, uh, 23, 22 and to 33. And we'll see a process, as I mentioned to you, about this uh, spirit of fear. He doesn't come by himself. He'll bring other entities. And one of the entities that he'll bring along with him is the spirit of unbelief and doubt and all of these things. And Jesus arrested all of his disciples constantly. Where is thy faith? Where is thy faith? You'll see, we'll contrast that uh, comment that he makes about his faith um, great faith that I, uh, that I have never seen this type of faith with the woman with the issue of blood, the woman with the Saraphian woman, the, um, centurion soldier, all of these type, type things. Jesus, um, talks about, uh, the, the people and their faith. Jarius is another situation. We'll look at Jarius's life when he came to him and he, he made a confession. And then after he made a confession, he made a confession that Jesus come to my house and heal my daughter. And um, this was the same time he was dealing with the woman with the issue of blood. And at that same time, one of Jairus's, um, uh, uh, uh household came to him and said, hey, don't bother the, the master, your daughter is dead. And Jesus turns around to, and said to him, shut up, don't say anything. Don't confess or speak another thought than what you said, the word that you confessed to me. Don't allow the spirit of fear to come in to cause you to change your confession. So let's go and take a look at this story with um, with uh, uh, Peter, because it gives us a, a nice example of what happens when the spirit of fear comes and how he brings entities along with him. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain, apart pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. The ship 
was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves from the wind and contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. See, the spirit of fear shows up. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good courage, is I be not afraid. So he um, speaks to this spirit of fear that shows up within these guys. And he he's telling, he says, no, 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 no. Be of good cheer. Cheer up, guys. Don't allow this spirit to come into this situation. And Peter answered him and said, if thou be, if, 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 if it be you, bid me to come onto the, on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw and boisterous and he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O you of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased, and they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, of, of a truth, thou art the Son of God. So within that story we see the truth of took place. The spirit of fear shows up, and Jesus is trying to address it. As soon as it comes, he says, "Hey guys, don't, uh, don't, don't be afraid." And I mentioned to you what it looks like when it showed up, because Job tells us what it looks like in Job four, four, uh, fourteen. Fear came upon me and trembling, and so um, these guys were afraid; they were scared. Um, and Jesus says, "Be of good cheer. Do not." Uh, be afraid. And then he turns to Peter. Peter looks at him and says, okay, come on out. And um, Jesus said to Peter, come on out. And it tells us that he came out and he began to walk by faith. As the scripture said, the just shall live by faith for we walk by faith, not by sight. So this man, Peter, begins to walk faith. Faith is what? Believing in the word of God. And so he stepped out believing the word. It is confession he came out. And when Peter came down out of the ship, he walked. So he was walking on the on the water just like Jesus was. Um he was walking on the water to Jesus and he was going to Jesus. But when he saw and so and this is the con the contrast between um walking by faith and walking by sight. And it's plain for us to see within this scripture. And that's why I wanted to stop here, here before I go in further and, uh, uh, talk about, uh, the, the spirit of fear. And we're going to do that in, a, in another episode, but I wanted to stop right here to talk to you about the entrance of it, what happens because it shows up, the spirit of fear comes and it magnifies when we take our eyes off of the word of God. And once you take the mind, your, your, your mind and your thought, which I read to you earlier in second Corinthians, once you take your thoughts 
and your mind off of the word of God, because your mind has to do with your thoughts. And um, the Bible tells us, God says, I know the thoughts that I have for you to give you prosper, to prosper you, give you health and all those things. So this battle is in our thought life when it comes to the spirit of fear, because this guy will come and cause you to look. And when you look at the natural, you have been defeated. And so you and I need to learn how to keep our eyes on the word of God, regardless of what it looks like around you. Peter has a beautiful opportunity here, and he did. You see the contrast of what this life of faith is all about in this simple story. This man stepping out on the word of God, and it tells us, that Peter walked on the water, guys. And so you and I will walk on water as we step out in the word of God and in faith. And once we stay in faith and not looking at what it looks like, what does that and what it feels like? Um, Job said, the spirit of fear showed up and I started trembling. And it's going to show up and you're going to want to tremble. But Peter He's looking at this situation, and when he took his eyes off of the, the Word of God, when he took his eyes off of that, that's when he began to shake. And trust me, if you and I were on that water, we would be trembling once we step out of faith. And he began to tremble, just as Job said, and he came out of faith and he began to sink. And Jesus, in his beautiful mercy and his love for us, he immediately, the Bible says, and he didn't wait, immediately Jesus rescues us when we fall. And so we need to just call on his name and stay focused, guys. Stay on the word of God, for we are going to get into this sub- subject about faith and learn about it, um, the battle between uh, what happens. We saw that when the Spirit came, he brought the spirit of doubt because Jesus didn't, did not address the spirit of fear. He told them to fear not. Then he addressed, he said, your problem was you allowed fear cause doubt inside to come into you. So this guy fear brings along other, um, uh, weapons, other entities to get you and to defeat you. So learning tomorrow, we're going to continue this study on uh, the enemies of your faith so that you can become aware of who you are in Christ Jesus and that you can change your life. We're going to take another break and we'll be right back. Hey, babe, what you got there? This is a check from Carvana. I just sold my car to them. I went online and Carvana gave me an offer right away. Then they just picked up the car and gave me this. Well, that's a big check. Well, obviously, you could put this towards your next car, or we could finally get that jacuzzi, or I could start taking tuba lessons, or I could quit my job and write my memoir. Or I can put it towards my next car with Carvana. Sorry, your check, not mine. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. As we continue our topic... I'm excited to get back into this topic. So here we go. Let's go back and continue our study. We looked at Matthew 14, 22 through 33, where we saw that the spirit of fear came uh, when Peter was walking on water and it gave entr- entrance to doubt. 
And Jesus did not address fear when he uh, spoke to Peter. He addressed it when they were in the boat. If you notice, um, he said, "Be don't be afraid. And um, when Peter got out and started walking, and when he took his eyes off of the word of God, the Bible tells us that he became afraid. And when Jesus, uh, he, he, he came out of faith, and when he sank, Jesus immediately grabbed him. And the Bible said, Jesus said to him, why did you doubt? So we see that the spirit of um, fear will bring that spirit of doubt, uh, which causes you and I to lose our faith. And anytime you see this combination between these two, fear and uh, you'll see Jesus mention, um, where is your faith? Say, what, what fear not? And he said, why were you afraid? Where is your faith? And so you'll see this combination back and forth when within Jesus' uh, teaching of his disciples and uh, the people at that time. And so we're going to take a look at some of scriptures so that you will understand the principle that this is one of our our enemies. And we as believers, I've been saying from from the onset of this study is that the devil knows you. He studies you and you ought to study him. The Bible tells us that he knows a sin that easily besets us. It's in the scripture. Um, take a look at it for yourself. So he knows your weaknesses. And so it is up to you and I to learn his weaknesses and how to to combat him. The Bible tells us that we overcome uh, the world by our faith. And so faith is the key here because uh, Jesus makes a statement one day. He says, the devil cometh and have nothing in me. And so he is coming and he has things in us that we need to learn what they are so that we can be and make that statement that Jesus says, the devil cometh and have nothing in me. So I want to take you guys to the book of Mark and Mark chapter 4, and uh, we're going to take pick up at uh, verse 35. And again, this is another boat situation. And it says, On the same day when uh, the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over to the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took uh, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the wave beat into the ship, so that it was now full, and he was in the hinder part, he was in the back part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him, and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose, and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. And he said unto them, Where are, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. So we see this principle of, um, where, why are you fearful? How is it there you have no faith? And uh, Jesus addresses this situation with them. There's so much packed within that story, guys. Let us pass over onto the other side. As a, uh, um, 
is simple, but there's a lot of um, uh, wisdom. There's not a lot of insight if you break that down and go into the spiritual aspect of this particular story. It's really beautiful. But here again, I want to bring to your attention this spirit of fear. When the spirit of fear enters in, you are crippled. You're not able to uh, utilize your fate. You have been defeated. You, Your fate has been gone. It's been replaced by the spirit of fear. And so it is our responsibility to recognize this spirit when it approaches us, and we ought to um, uh, take command of it. But what I wanted to you to get out of that story, if you see, it is words, the power of words, peace be still, where is your faith? And we're going to take a look at this thing about words. God said that he is going to judge us for our words. In the walk of faith, it is our words, because we have been translated from one kingdom into another. And this is what I'm trying to bring to you guys, this principle that we have been translated. And as we have been translated, we are governed by different rules. The kingdom of God is at hand. So here we go now into another story. We're going to take a look at Mark chapter 5, and this is the story of Jarius and also the woman with the uh, issue of blood. It was at, it happened around the same time. In verse 22, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers from the synagogue, Jarius by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and um, he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter, light at the point of death, I pray thee, come and lay hands on her, and she may be healed, and she shall live. Watch the man's confession. Watch his words. I pray thee, come and lay hands on her, and she that she may live, and she shall live. He, he his belief system was that if he comes to his house and lay hands on his daughter and pray, Carol is going to live. That's what he confesses to Jesus. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman with an issue of blood, twelve years, had and had suffered many things of the physicians, and spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grow worse. This was a rich woman. She had money. She spent all of her money with her sickness, but it got worse, as the scripture says. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind him and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Her words Mark her words, for she said, If I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out, or power had gone out of him, turned him around about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? He said, close. He didn't say, who touched my body? Remember, there's a lot of people around him touching him all over the place. But he says, who touched close? And um, uh, the it goes about and he says that, uh, and his disciples said uh, to him, thou seest the multitude throng in thee and says, thou who touched me? He, they want to know if he lost his mind. And he looked around at, to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, remember that combination? Fear causes that trembling. I talked to you about that in the book of Job. 
knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy fate have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Thy fate, in the words that you said, made you whole, because she said, I just need to touch of clothes. And so he, she got her healing. Now, I want you to watch what happens with Jarius and Jesus Christ. This is powerful stuff, guys. While he yet spake, came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, a certain which said, My daughter is dead. I troublest thou the master any further. As soon as Jesus heard words spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, he turns to Jairus, as soon as this contrary word comes, the daughter is dead, something different. The pressure now, as I tell you, the pressure begins to, to, to happen to him. She's dead. This is pressure, guys. But watch what Jesus said. Be not afraid. Only believe. Only believe what? Believe what you said to me, you verses, oh, in verses uh, uh, 22. And, and uh, you know, believe those words. Don't believe the other words that the enemy comes into your situation. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. Don't believe the words of the doctors that are saying negative things. Don't believe the words of the press. Don't believe the words of the pastor. Don't believe anybody, um, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your wife, your husband. Believe them if their words is contrary to what you are believing for. They put their faith in the words then they spoke it. And Jesus said, be not afraid, only believe. And what words are you believing in? That's why I said to you, go and find God's word on your situation. You're believing his word. So when you believe his word, do not care what the doctor says. That's the pressure. The pressure came when Peter stood on the water and he started walking by faith. When he stepped out by faith, he stepped out on the word and he came. That's the word of God. He stepped out on the word of God. And then the pressure came, the pressure in the form of the wind change and all of the surroundings outside. And he saw and that is why I'm trying to tell you, don't see, don't listen. These are the senses. These are the tools that govern the kingdom of darkness. Don't listen, for the just shall live by faith. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter. And James and John and the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the turmoil and them that wept and wailed greatly. The pressure is on this man. The first word, she's dead. She is gone. The pressure, he shows up at the house and the pressure continues. He's seeing all this drama going on around him. And Jesus is in the midst of this drama. The word of God is in the midst of the drama. And he came in and he said unto them, I make ye this noise and weep. The damsel is dead, but he, but he sleepeth. 
And uh, and he came in, he said unto them, Why make ye this noise? The damsel is not dead, but sleeps. And so again, the word that he said is contrary to the situation. And they laughed him to scorn. They are going to laugh you at you. Some of the people are going to laugh at you because you are now trusting the word of God. You're not trusting their word. Your, your situation is dead. They're not trusting the word that your daughter is dead. They're not trusting your word that the, um, the wind is voice, uh, is come, uh, contrary to the word of God. It's supposed to because you are still in the kingdom of darkness. We are in this world, but not of this world. And so you are in a different kingdom and a different set of laws. And they laughed him at scorn. They're going to laugh at you because you're trusting God's word. But when he put them all out, he take it the father and the mother of the damsel and they a, they were with him, and he entered into the damsel's room and was lying. He took the damsel by the hand, and he said unto her, um, he calls her up. He says, come on up. He says, uh, damsel, arise. And so the Bible tells us, for God has not given to us the spirit of fear, of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. That is Second Timothy one seven. And so this is what you have inherited as you are now a part of the kingdom of God. For God has not given to you the spirit of fear. You and I no longer have the spirit of fear dwelling in us. It is outside. When it comes, we have the authority. The Bible says all power is given unto Jesus Christ, and he has given it to us. For our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God, the pulling down of strongholds. So you and I, the Bible tells us that we have been given the weapons that are necessary to overcome all that the enemy has for us. This spirit of fear, as I mentioned to you, um, the Bible tells us in First John four eighteen, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear is to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And so God has given to us power that is necessary. Jesus, if you look at his ministry, he comes and he tells them, fear not. He's talking to his disciples day in and day out. Do not be afraid, um, little flock, for your father has uh, been pleased to give you the kingdom. Uh, he talks about it. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jarius, be not afraid. Luke uh, 12, 14, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who will kill the body and after they come no more. He tells these people, don't be afraid of those who can kill the body or damage the body. Be afraid of the one who can uh, kill the soul, both the body and the, and the soul. And that's talking about the power of our Father. But I'm telling you guys, this is one of the enemies that you and I have to recognize. The Bible tells us, resist the devil and he will, he will free, flee. How do you resist him? You resist him by the word of God, just like Jesus did when Jesus was in the wilderness. He resisted him by saying, it is written. It is written. It is written. You and I have to resist him because we do not have the spirit of fear anymore in our lives. For God 
has not given to us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And that is why I said First John 4, 18, there is no fear in love. Why? Because you and I have give, been given the spirit of love and of a sound mind. We have been given a spirit of power and a spirit of love and the spirit of a sound mind. Amen. You and I have the victory. It is time we began to stand up for we walk by faith and not by sight. Do not rely on the senses. The first story is with Peter, when Peter saw. The second story with Jarius was in Jarius heard he heard the word from the when they spoke it was contrary to what he declared he declared that if god if jesus would come to his house lay hands on his daughter she shall be uh, healed and it says as soon jesus heard them came and gave the contrary word as soon as he heard it the bible says he told him, do not let the spirit of fear come into you to unhook you from your fate. Do not let it, brothers and sisters, for God has not given to us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Second Timothy 1, seven. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. Search for Mystery Bible on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Outcasts, Radio Public, and many more. Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and t-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 100 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. 